Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, a show where you get comics, pop culture, and sports. And it is sports time as we are back doing our weekly football picks. And this time it's week six. Uh, Craig Needles is here. How's it going, Craig? Going great. Uh, that's good to hear. And uh, joining me, as always, is his brother, Bill. How's it going, Bill? It is going well, sir. Thank you kindly. All right. Good to hear. Uh, man, the season's already one-third of the way done, boys. It's... Uh, yeah. Pretty, pretty crazy, but uh, a lot of, lot of stuff to unpack after after a weird week five. Uh, some of the teams we thought we were going to, that were going to be good, ended up uh, losing to teams that are in the very bottom of the National Football League, but uh, I don't know. I had a pretty good week. I, I, I had the Seahawks, the Browns, and the Bills. I was all over those three, so it felt pretty good. Um, Craig also had a 4-1 week. It was a good week for us in, a, in the same week where, where Vegas cleaned up as well and the public lost a, a buttload of money. So that's a good sign for us. So maybe maybe people should start listening to this podcast a bit more is, is what I'm saying. Um, that said, let's start talking about week six. First up, Thursday nighter, bit of a doozy. Um, Philadelphia Eagles heading to New York to take on the Giants. Rivalry matchup. Philadelphia favored by three on the road on a Thursday. All gambling protocol here says you're supposed to take the New York Giants, but man, my God in heaven, does Eli Manning look completely cooked, Craig? Yeah, they've been not great. Not fun. To hey, walk. they had a, a really nice 50-yard uh, touchdown pass in the game uh, against Carroll. Oh, wait, no. Yeah. Hold on a sec. Uh, <laughs> being told that Eli Manning had nothing to do with that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't look great, does he? No, and and I apologize to anyone at the beginning of the year who who listened to me taking the Giants over. Um, part of that was, you know, like part part of the one one of the ways we were going to get that is this, was I was assuming that Eli still had a little bit left in the tank, but man, he I just I think well here's here's the thing though he he had them in a position to win the game. I know that he he threw a couple of really bad picks. I will not, but. He had them. Field goal too, yeah, right? yeah, he had them in a position to win the game. Like they, they should have won that game. And he left the field with his team up. And Carolina, I believe, sands timeouts and less in less like a minute thirty to go. So that should have been enough. And it wasn't. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with you that I think I would take the Eagles here. Um, just because. Well, we'll see how how Barkley's doing. Apparently, he looks fine in practice, but. Uh, Barkley's obviously a pretty, pretty big part of what uh, of what the Giants do. Um, I, I've they used to lean so I'm, hard on Eli, and he would get them 28, 30 points. Uh, he would have a decent showing, and then they added an incredibly talented running back. There's no reason to think they wouldn't put it all together. Aging curves are a hell of a thing, and the other thing that's changed is when the Giants were in the Super Bowl, is they had amongst the best offensive lines in the league. And that is no longer the case. No. Has has Saquon got 100 yards on the ground yet or no? No, but he's had 100 yards from scrimmage every game. Yeah. yeah. He hasn't been transcendent, though, like we've seen. No, with, like, no but he was... Ezekiel, and, and that's because need, of the you, offensive line. Right. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that if you adjust for offensive line skill with Zeke running behind Travis Frederick and Zach Martin and Tyron Smith... Um, I, I think that Barkley's been every bit as good as Elliott because he's been the only reason why that offense is even competitive uh yeah i think if you're gonna bet on this i think you have to like like protocol says you have to there's a lot of protocol plays this week and protocol says you i think you just hold your nose and take the giants but i i'm i i've already dropped enough money on the giants this year that i'm i'm staying away from this game what do you think bill you know what i i think i would take the giants i i think this is going to be a less than ideal game uh, I'll take whatever points I can get at the end of it. Um, I don't think Philly's been good enough for me to take them on a road on a short week. Agreed. Uh, heading to the Sunday night games. First up, Tampa Bay is heading to Atlanta. I believe Tampa Bay is... I'm not sure if they've officially announced it, but I'm pretty sure they're going to go with Jameis Winston here. And Atlanta is laying three and a half at home, so you're getting a little extra half point there. 
um, with Atlanta. I another stay away for me. What do you think, Craig? I the over under is fifty seven and a half in this game. That's fun. If you want to bet something, yeah. bet that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, probably take the under though. I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah. Like both 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 these defenses are bad. Yeah, like bad. I just don't see an uh, advantage one way or the another, right? like getting the three and a half or taking laying the three and a half. No, I I, I, I agree. Yeah. Um, it's gonna go to who has the ball last. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right, Bill. Yeah. I like Atlanta here, though. I I okay. think at the end of the day, Matt Ryan's gonna win this game. They're at home. Um, I, I take Atlanta before I take Tampa Bay. I know they're both horrifying defenses, but when they're both horrifying defenses, give me the more proven QB. Fair enough. Uh, very succinct. Uh, next up, oh, I love this game. Pittsburgh heading to Cincinnati. Cincinnati, a short home favorite, minus two and a half. Uh, another protocol play for me here. Cincinnati's been so good to us so far. They were good to you two last week. I mean, I thought it was time to zig when we should have zagged with Cincinnati, and for three quarters I was absolutely right. And then <laughs> Cincinnati scored on defense twice. twice. <laughs> yeah, and then sometimes that'll happen, right? And and the right side is always the winning side, as they say on the Action Network pod. Um, so I, 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 I think Cincinnati's the play again here. I think they're going to be one of my five. What do you think, Craig? I love the Bengals here. Yeah, short home favorite. Like, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I, I don't think Pittsburgh's good. I think, yeah, they had a nice game against Atlanta, but Atlanta kind of shot themselves in the foot a couple of times. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, definitely taking the Bengals here. I love the Bengals. Billy, anything to add to this one? Um, no, I, I like the Bengals more, but I'm not nearly as enamored as you two seem to be. Um, I, I think Pittsburgh can keep a pace with Cincinnati. So if, if they're down by, you know, two at the end of the game, I can see them coming back and scoring. So I, I do like Cincinnati because I think they've played a heck of a lot better this season, but uh, certainly not one of my five. Vontez Perfect is back in this game over under one and a half personal fouls, Craig. I will take the under in Hog oh Man. It's Pittsburgh. If it was any yeah. other team, I'd take the under. Like, oh, he's going to be on his best behavior. Yeah. But he will just do something like he's going to do something horrible. Uh, <laughs> Someone is going to get stretchered off in this game. Like, it's it's not going to be a great game to watch, I don't think, because like somebody's going to get hurt in this game. Yeah, yeah no. These games, these games are never con- like. No. Obviously, like what sometimes when you're watching football, you feel bad about it because you're like, oh man, how's this? How's that going to impact this guy later in his life? But there is no matchup that's more uncomfortable than these teams because you're like, oh, someone's going to do something horrible. Yeah, it's going to be bad. <laughs> God, the concussion bowl, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. Uh, next up, the Los Angeles Chargers are heading to Cleveland to take on. The Cleveland Browns in the dog pound. The Chargers laying one on the road. My <laughs> God in heaven. Protocol here, I believe, says you're supposed to take Cleveland. Uh, but I did that last week, and I'm, I'm in no hurry to double down on the Cleveland Browns. I, I mean, but I'm also not prepared to lay one with the Chargers on the road. So uh, stay away from me. What do you think, Bill? Give me the Chargers. I, they have not been bad enough where I think they're going to struggle to beat Cleveland, even on the road. Um, time zone's not great, but still, I, I think Rivers has I, always been a capable quarterback. Gordon catches that ball out of the backfield really well. I, I think that they move the ball really well, and I don't think Cleveland's going to move it with as much ease. Give me give me the Chargers. I think the Browns are okay. They're tolerable. They're not good. good. They're not well coached. <laughs> no, no, that, this is true. But the, you know what? You know what's really good about the Browns is the defense. Yes, mm-hmm. the defense is very good. Second DVOA. Um, the offense is thirtieth, but I think if there was more Baker Mayfield time in there, they wouldn't be in, in the thirtieth slot. Um, you're you're right. They're a horribly coached football team, and I, I don't understand why Hugh Jackson has a job right now. Like. If you and I owned NFL teams, I think we would have fired four coaches by now. We would have fired oh, Jason yeah. Garrett and Bill O'Brien mid-game on Sunday night. That, yeah. was, a, that was a debacle. And yeah, um, you, you, we were texting each other during that game. Everything was just like like uh, the Texans must have had five plays at the goal line where we were just like, what are you doing? Just sneak it once, right? Like, oh, God. Worst so. performance on national television this week. The coach of the Texas NFL team, the coach is rather the Texas NFL teams, are yeah. Angel Hernandez. Oh my God, <laughs> that's a certain. Thing. Sadly, only only 
only the coaches can be fired. Um, yeah, uh, oh, that was terrible. Uh, the, the the Browns are terribly coached. You're absolutely right. Um, if they had a competent coach, they, I think they could be a competitive team this year, but they don't. They will next year. They'll be competitive next season. I, I kind of like the Chargers, but it's a stay away from me just because of that travel element to it. And I, 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 I think the Chargers are good. I really do. But this is this is not a good schedule game for them. We saw the same thing happen with Denver last week. Yeah, the the Chargers. And we, we, we bag on the Chargers on this podcast, and rightfully so, because they shoot themselves in the foot so much with the missed field goals and the leaving points on the board and, and, and whatnot. So they, like, deservedly so um, is the ribbing. But we look up, they're 3-2, and two, and their two losses are to the Chiefs and the Rams, right? I think that you could put together a pretty decent argument that the Chargers are the third best team in the AFC. Mm-hmm. You can, it's, it's them or, or the Bengals. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I, I, I stay away from me as well. I think if you're one of those compulsive types who just has to gamble, I think the play here is to lay the one on the road with the Chargers, even though I don't agree with with that sort of thing. But you're not giving up too much. Yeah, yeah. The fact that it's one, I think that you can make that Charger bet and not hate it. Mm-hmm. Of course, it is the Browns, so they're like a tie is on the table. <laughs> Next up, Buffalo is heading to Houston. Houston laying ten and a half points. Um. Buffalo. Yeah, I, I, there's there's no other way around it. What do you think, Bill? Uh, I don't don't want to take Buffalo. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, it, it's what? too many points. Say the line that you have again, there, Pierce. Sorry. Houston minus ten. Oh wow, I've got a I got minus eight at the book I'm looking at here. So th- this 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 line is 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 one that's moving. And I guess there's Buffalo either Buffalo money coming in or Houston money coming in. I'm just looking at the history well, of the I, line actually, right I now. Do, I think it's I think it's Deshaun Jackson. Will he or will he not? Or Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Watson. Sorry. Will, oh. he, will he or will he not play because of the who's the other quarterback on their roster? What a oh God, it's Brandon. It's Brandon Whedon. Oh no! <laughs> Deshaun Watson to Brandon Whedon—that's worth more than two points to me. Yeah, I think so. So that's that's probably why you're you're seeing some some weird jumpy, and we'll get to a weird jumpy line in a, from last. Is it, if if it's Brandon Whedon, what's this? Is it Houston by three? This line? Is I think, yeah, I think I think Houston just gets the three point home bump because yeah. Buffalo's yeah. is that bad, even though they they covered against Tennessee. But that's just because Tennessee is also fraudulent a football team. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, you just hold your nose. Like ten's too high. I'm I'm staring at ten yeah. right here. If you can find the ten, ten's way too high. So yeah, Houston's not good enough to be getting that kind of respect. No, not against anybody. Not even not even Buffalo. I don't think. Exactly. Um, did Scott Hansen have anything to say about that game, Craig? Um, I've been going back and forth on a couple. Oh, okay. All right. Well. Um, but you know what? Let's just let's just say it. Scott Hansen, okay. do not show that game. I was because I was I was thinking it was either this game or, eh, maybe not. Like this game, I think you probably thought about, but the the Khalil Mack. Uh, yeah, I thought like about the, the Chicago yeah. Miami thing, and I thought about like based on how Washington's offense looked this week, I put some thought into Washington Carolina too. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Um, next up, uh, yeah, I, I just think the Khalil Mack part is probably too good. Like, Khalil Mack probably excuses the Bears from being in, in the Scott Hansen games for the rest of the year, or for the foreseeable future, anyway. Um, Chicago is heading to Miami, and they are laying three on the road. And something stunned me today, because I looked at that, and I, I, I said that I thought that you're supposed to take Miami here. Like, protocol says you're supposed to take Miami here, but... When I looked at, not only were the public on the Bears, but the Sharps were on the Bears as well, which shocked me a little bit. I have this as a stay away. I don't want to trust either one of these. And the fact that the, the Sharps were on, um, mine were were on Chicago floored me. But um, uh, Chicago's coming off a bye. I think the offense looks yep. better. Miami is fraudulent, and who's to say like. Miami let Cincinnati's defense score twice. I think Chicago's defense has some even more dangerous guys. Um, no, I, I, I'm if I'm betting this game, I'm taking the Bears. I just think if you're if you're Vegas, you don't hate having to cheer for Miami here in this just in this spot. I don't think anyway. Do you like Mitch, Mitchell Trubisky on the road? I'm I'm not sure. I'm, like I just I just I don't. <laughs> yeah, I know he, he yeah. lit up Tampa. Obviously, Tampa's not good. But yeah, he lit up Tampa. So maybe people, maybe he's feeling good about himself. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the idea of having three points here. Yeah, I, I I think Vegas is right there with you. I don't think they mind, even though there's public and sharp money on the Bears. I don't think they would mind having to go for Miami here, Bill. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, getting that bump three, like, they're both not good teams. Both teams are capable of making horrifying mistakes. So at the end of the day, if you're flipping a coin and you get three points, it shifts the odds quite a bit in your favor. Uh, next up, the Arizona Cardinals are heading to Minnesota to take on your boys, Bill, the Vikings. Mm. The Vikings are also laying 10 points. Um, I, you just hold your nose and you take the points for me, Bill. What do you think? Yep. No, I have not seen the Vikings do anything to warrant a 10-point bump. I haven't. Um, I think no, that, that, that Linval Joseph touchdown alone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rumble big man Rumble. Yeah, uh, I do think they have all the pieces. I do think they could put it together and beat Arizona by 38, and it wouldn't surprise me that much. Mm. But the way the offensive line is played, they just haven't looked like they're firing. I mean, the, the offense, as weird as this sounds, has been exactly what I want it to be other than the line. Um, but no, not 10 points. That's too many for what I've seen thus far this year. Anything to add on this one, Craig? I think I want. I'd want to take the Vikings. Oh, interesting. You're, you're, like, like I don't know if I'm going to actually put them in my five or anything. That, or bet actual money on this line. The Vikings, or is that absolute lack of faith in Arizona? It's the second one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, like, here's the thing. The Vikings' problem this season for on offense has been they're having a hard time blocking people. I don't know how if Arizona's going to be able to make them pay for that. And Arizona's problem is they're having a hard time stopping people. Well, yeah. I don't think they're going to stop Minnesota. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I think I think this is protocol. Just yeah, I think you just go with protocol on this one. If you have to bet it, I I wouldn't because I think there's other there's better games ahead that we haven't talked about yet. But if you want this one, I th- I think you want the Cardinals and the points. I don't know. I just you know anytime I see a double digit line, I'm usually just gonna grab the point. Um, next up, the Indianapolis Colts are heading to New York to take on the Jets. 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 The Jets. What we, like the Jets are laying two and a half, so they're the short home to home favorite. So gambling protocol says you got to take the Jets. This is such a weird one because I've watched the Colts play the last couple of weeks, and the Colts are playing pretty damn well and then not covering, whereas the Jets are playing not so great but are somehow covering. I, I don't know. I think, you just, I, I think you just bite the bullet and take the Jets. What do you think, Craig? Yeah, I think you do too. Well, I don't know. that. Uh, well, I, I said on this podcast last week, I was really worried about the scheduling from that the perspective of that Jets-Denver game. The Broncos on a short week flying across the country. like That just seemed like a recipe for disaster. And lo and behold, there it was. Of course, the possibility looms that the Broncos aren't all that great. Um, yeah, the Jets are, are, are fine for me here. Colts on 10 days rest, though. Does that make you feel yeah. any different or better at this game? I, I mean, I, th- I think that's why you're losing half a point, to be honest with you. Like, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I think that's why you're not getting a full three with the Colts is, is the 10 days rest and that and the fact that the Jets because I mean the Jets did just win but again like I believe that was more schedule uh, that was such a trap game for Denver um, yeah but again I think you just bite the bullet and take the Jets uh, anything to add on this one Bill? I like the Jets I, I, I'm not even sure I'm biting the bullet on this one I have very little faith in the Colts this year I think they will struggle to get the ball downfield unless it's an 80-yard bomb. Um, I don't think they're going to be good, and I would take pretty much whoever they're playing no matter what. I just think they're a terrible team, that, other than your luck, obviously. Yeah, that, that Colts-Patriots Thursday nighter last week was closer than the score indicated, though. Like, like Andrew Luck was driving to tie up the game, and then one of the Colts' nameless receivers decided to do like a hot potato lateral pass to one of the DBs <laughs> for the Patriots, and it's like, what are you doing, right? Like, like he tried to catch it into doing so, he did this weird swing motion and just like rugby passed it to one of the DBs for for the Patriots, and I was just like, oh, well, there goes the cover, right? Yeah, not even like it was that. so bad. The guy looked like a spy for the other team. Like the Patriots had somehow found a way to cheat again and snuck a guy <laughs> onto the other side of the Colts. Belichick is good. Yeah, he has people was... changing sides midway through the game. <laughs> yeah. I just lateral pass right to the DB. It was bad. This is the point where we mentioned that if that game was on a Sunday as opposed to a Thursday, T.Y. Hilton may have been involved and perhaps True. some other uh, yeah. Colt skill position players as well. So maybe that sort of crazy crap wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. National Football League. Very, very, yeah. True, yeah. Well played, I mean, other than Hilton, they don't have a 
a lot of depth of receiving. When you got to funnel all your targets to Ebron, you're yeah. in a tough spot. Eric Ebron. Hey, man, who, that yeah, dude's who, catching touchdowns. Who look like friggin' Tony Gonzalez out there for the for the. Although he got what two thirds of his targets, something like that. It wasn't a huge ratio. Yeah, even. it's true. But it, he's it known. He's still irritating his, for me to watch. Yeah, it was still irritating for me to watch as as nah. I watched for four years of Eric Ebron just dropping touchdown still passes in the end zone. Yeah. <laughs> So and thinking to yourself, you know who's good? Odell Beckham Jr. and Aaron Donald. Those yeah. guys are <laughs> so bad. Um, that pick's still not as bad as the as what's his face ta- the the Giants. Ta- oh no, no, I'm thinking of a different draft. All right, never mind. Moving on. Uh, next game, Seattle's heading to Oakland. Oakland getting three at home. Seattle showed a lot of gumption, and I was banking on their gumption because I bet on them and they covered uh, against the uh, against the Rams. And what a brilliant play by the Rams on that fourth and one. Oh, oh, that was so awesome. But like when they when they went for that on fourth and one, I was just like, yeah. yes, do this, please. I was floored, and maybe it was just like a trick, mm-hmm. but I was floored when they sent the punt unit out there. I'm like, what are you doing, Sean McVay? You're yeah. Sean McVay. Don't you go for this every time? Mm-hmm. And of course, eventually they do, but I, I don't know whether he was just trying to like, you know, Make Seattle think that they weren't going to go for it, or I don't, I don't know what the plan. He sent was, that but... punt team out there fully expecting to call a timeout, and then Pete Carroll just went ahead and did it for him because he didn't have the right personnel out. And Pete Carroll got yeah. wrecked over the coals for that timeout, which I thought was, uh, which I thought was pretty unfair because it was. Obvious, I, I it was think an, that was unfair too. Yeah, because if you don't situation. call that timeout, you 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 burn thirty seconds. Exactly right, and he was just like, a, I don't have the right personnel out there, and b, I'm losing thirty seconds, which is stupid as hell, right? So yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Turns out it's better to use your timeouts on defense when you don't control when the ball is snapped, which yeah, I <laughs> yeah exactly. So I I didn't I didn't agree with that at all. I God I think you're I'm just staying away from this protocol says you're supposed to take Oakland here as the short home or as the home dog but fuck that I am just I'm like you don't have to willingly take money hard-earned money out of your out of your purse or wallet or money clip or whatever the hell you have um just before you uh, there is no home oh yeah this uh, is in the UK this is in London no one's so okay so we're saying neutral field to see like so we're just saying the Seattle Seahawks are, are Three points better than the Raiders. Three points better than the Raiders. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, I forgot that they're, I, a... they're a little better than three points better than the Raiders. I want. Yeah. I want Seattle. So yeah, I guess you can take. You, you know what? UK game. Feel, uh, feel free to fire away. You have Matt Pierce's permission to fire away on Seattle here. I think. I forgot that this game was not in Oakland. So there's that good good way to keep me updated on that, Craig. Um, yeah, uh, Billy. Anything to add to this one with the with the knowledge that this one is is the London game? Yeah, we do tend to send the crappiest games, don't we? Yeah. How does that keep <laughs> happening? You figure by now, like even by luck, they would have just got like yeah, like, like, like they've had good games. Like I remember the Vikings went there for one, and they had like a back and forth game with like the Jaguars or some shit. But yeah. but it it wasn't like a mm-hmm. next week. It's it's uh, well. Here's part of it. Uh, the reason why Oakland's going over and getting a quote-unquote home game, the reason why the Chargers are going over and getting a quote-unquote home game is quite clear. Mm-hmm. It is because those teams have questionable home stadium situations. True. So that's that's part of the reason why. So Oakland's there this week. The Chargers are there next week against Tennessee. The Jaguars are there against Philadelphia. Now, that one's actually pretty good on the 28th, Jaguars and Eagles. That's yeah. not too bad. And then I think we're done with those for the year. Yeah. Um, I, I think I lean towards Oakland here. I feel like Seattle has not looked good for me, so I, I go towards Oakland even with the uh, being neutral field. Um, but I'm not passionate about this one. Yeah, complete stay away from me. Next time there's a London game, I'm going to try to remember to do some research, and I want to figure out what the, home, what the, what the like, quote-unquote home team versus road team spreads are in the London games. Um, last game of the one o'clock slate, the Carolina Panthers are heading to Washington to take on the Washingtons. The Washingtons, the short home favorite at the minus one. I know that they did not look great on Monday. I know that they're on a short week, uh, but I think you still hold your nose and go with the go with the Washingtons here. What do you think, Craig? Nope, I can't do it. Nope, not doing it. I, I, Maybe, I, like, I know that Alex Smith is inconsistent. We saw Alex Smith put up stink bombs like that in Kansas City and be fine the next week. I, I know we've seen him do that before, but he was terrible on Monday. Yeah. He was awful. I just, 
game. I, I just think, and I didn't factor this in when I took Washington last week, which I still don't regret because I think that 6.5 was too high even though they did get blown out. I did not factor in the super mojo that would come from Drew Brees, like breaking the passing yeah. record, though, which I should, you know, that's not like a real thing that you should take into account when you're picking these lines. But, you but did you know the Washington yeah. defense would try so hard to help them? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> true, right? Yeah. Hey, we want to be part of this. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to only cover some of the receivers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. So I just, yeah, I, I, I just, yeah, this is just a hold your nose for me, you guys. I just, I, I, I hold your nose. I'm holding my nose. I'm looking at it and I'm going, it's the short home favorite. Take them. And Carolina's a touch overrated for me. And we saw it because they needed a freaking 65, 63 yard field goal from Graham Gano to keep it keep it going. That hurt me, by the way, because I had the Giants over and the Panthers under, <laughs> and I was like, God damn it, man! I'm having a hell of a year with the with the over unders. Although I did take the Rams over, which is going pretty well right now. Um, Washington minus one. What do you think, Bill? It's so hard to put money on Alex Smith after that performance, but I, I do kind of like Washington here. I think he will bounce back from that performance, and if he can put up a the average game, the game manager type game that we can see Alex Smith do, I think that's good enough to win this game at home. So I'll probably go with Washington, but I'll be cursing Alex Smith's name the first time he overthrows three receivers on a yeah. three downs. Yeah, yeah that it does are tough to take. What's the marquee matchup for the 1 o'clock game? Oh, God, is it the guillotine bowl between Pittsburgh and Cincinnati? Probably. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Mm. I mean... Yeah. yeah. Chargers Cleveland could be good. Yeah. And it'll, it'll certainly be bad. It'll certainly be entertaining from these are two like also ran teams who could do something had just have something like really silly happen to cost them this game, you know, like like <laughs> just obviously with Chargers there's the missed field goal and then Let me just say this, right. if I'm the Browns, I just like tear down the goalpost before this game starts and I think the Chargers should agree to it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Goalpost. Yeah. Yeah. Going for two every time. Just Coaches agree no game. Yeah. 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 Just no, not, neither team kicks today. Yeah, I like it. That's a good that's a good plan. It's um, it's it's, it's like two in the morning Madden rules and there's no fucking kicking. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> just play. <laughs> All right, head to the 4 o'clock slate. The Los Angeles Rams are heading to Denver to take on your Denver Broncos, Craig. The Broncos are getting seven points at home. I said it last week with the Seahawks, and I am doing the same thing this week. Give me Denver plus the seven. Let's say you, Craig. I brought up an interesting theory with my brother-in-law, Neil, when he and I are watching games on Sunday. Remember when the Seahawks were one of the best teams in the league and every year, inexplicably twice a year, they would have a whole lot of trouble with the Rams and sometimes they would scrape it out and sometimes they wouldn't. Mm -hmm. And then that game would just not make any sense in context with the rest of what the Rams and Seahawks did those entire seasons. And now you believe it has flipped? I believe that the script has flipped. Okay. And I believe that the Rams are really, really, really hard to stop, even if we may not see Brandon Cooks or Cooper Cup in this football game. That gives Denver, you know, a, a shot here. But this is the thing. If the Broncos can't run the ball, like the Broncos can run the ball for a mm -hmm. reasonably good amount of yards per clip. But if they're losing, trouble. Mm -hmm. If the Rams get out to a big lead, that's trouble. If, if Denver can control the clock, they should be able to keep this game within seven points in Denver. But if the Rams score in their first two possessions, man, that's mm -hmm. not good. That's not good. So we'll see. But I, um, I'm obviously not going to bet on this game either way. Mm -hmm. But I, um, my confidence is not high. My confidence is not high. You know what I've noticed about your Broncos, Craig? You don't have a good quarterback, coach, or general manager. That I don't know. That's what I'm observing about the Denver Broncos Here's, right now. I, I think that they, like, the coach, I agree. The quarterback, sure. I think the general man, like, obviously Elway's got to take some responsibility for who the, the coach and the general manager are. The drafting's been okay. Um, really? I, I would say it's been not great. I, I think I think your, your drafts have been poor with the exception of, like, honestly, Elway came in and had yeah. one of the greatest free agent classes of all time. 
like what what he was able to bring in. Obviously, Peyton Manning. I believe he brought in a key to leave, and then they still uh, had that Manning to leave. Where? Where? Right? Um, yeah. That. Yeah, that. Yeah, and they they brought in Wes Welker as a free. I think they did. They did some great work. But here's the thing, though. Yeah. They drafted Derek Wolf. Yeah. That worked out exceedingly well. Von they Miller draft, still goes on his resume as well. But Von like, Miller. That you know, is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Uh, I know that was a few years ago now, but they, they had some good drafts that, like uh, Danny Trevathan and Brandon Marshall. Well, Brandon Marshall was a guy that got off the scrap heap, but they 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 made some like you, you don't win this you don't win. 13 football games a year for four years without making some very good acquisitions during mm-hmm. that time frame and doing some smart things. Um, the issue here is they have now messed up a quarterback three times in a row, Trevor Simeon, Paxton Lynch, and, and I really was excited about the Paxton Lynch thing, but the, those who said, hey, is he ever going to be able to grasp an NFL playbook? Well, they were proven correct. And now it looks like the Case Keenum thing's not working out. Uh, so if, I think that you want what if you want to get if you want to get after Elway, obviously what you get after him for is the non Peyton Manning quarterbacks you've acquired have not worked out. Yeah, <laughs> because the other one obviously was Brock Osweiler, and for like half a season that was really good, and Denver won a Super Bowl because of a half a season of Brock Osweiler's work. But uh, yeah, it's um, it hasn't uh, it hasn't been great lately. The thing well, is, John Elway has. John Elway has won the Super Bowl and won four consecutive division titles in this job, and he's John Elway, so he has forever job security. Yeah, I, I will look at this from an Aussie Newsom perspective. Let's just it, like so maybe there are some ebbs and flows here. Remember the the Ravens had a couple of down years where they were ironically looking for a quarterback. I would suspect that if the Broncos can find one in some way, shape, or form, sometime soon, maybe it's okay. Maybe that guy is Chad Kelly. I think he's going to get some starts this season. We'll see. But I like Chad Kelly's boxing, and I love him at Ole Miss. What do, you so, think of, what, do you, what do you think of the plus seven you're getting with Denver here, Bill? I think I got to go Rams. I think the Rams are good, and I think Denver is bad. Um, I hate taking point differentials this high, um, but I think it the Rams are going to beat up on Denver. I, here's the, 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 the DVOA says about these two teams, or the eye test says about these two teams. DVOA says the Rams are far and away number one. Okay. Um, the eye test says the Broncos are 16th, so exceedingly mediocre. Okay, you know that's yeah. that's 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 about what they are. I, that's I about just what they are. protocol play for me. I see a home team getting seven. I don't even care about the team names. I I just I just take the seven. Yeah. So Denver's probably going to be one of my five. Uh, next up, Jack- the, which offense, by the way, is more fun to watch? I guess Kansas City is more fun to watch than the Rams, but the Rams might be more efficient. Is that well, a fair way? Kansas, that... Kansas City has more big play stuff. That, like The way I would describe it is Kansas City has more big play stuff. The Rams have more big ball stuff. Right? <laughs> sure. Yeah. You know, like, well, like, here's the, and here's the thing. Like, Not that this like impacts how much fun the offense is to mm-hmm. watch, but that, that decision, the fourth and one, the Rams thinking to themselves, okay, we can win the game if we get this right now. Andy Reid probably punts. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That that would that Sean would be McVay the. Sean goes for it because he's Sean McVay. Yeah, and and weirdly, I could see the reasons why. But weirdly, like now that you say that out loud, Craig, I'm like weirdly, I could I could see the logic that Reid would have in that situation. Although, it, it, if I'm Reid, I'm like, there's no way I give. There's no way I'm trusting my defense over my offense, right? Whereas McVay, yes. it's like McVay. They have they have such a balance of, of finesse and power, right? Where yeah. they can, they can get that one yard, like you know, just have Todd Gurley like lower the helmet and smash. No, in this case, he just let Goff go under people or yeah. Goff under people, right? Yeah, and and uh, you know, like the the Chiefs are quite capable of getting one yard, but the one thing that their offense doesn't have is that bruiser who can just be like, I'm just getting this yard and screw yeah. you. You're not stopping me, right? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it, like, Andy, I think you're right. I think Andy Reid would punt there, and I think that would be a horrible, horrible mistake because his defense is quite terrible. The Rams, if they punted, you could at least be like, all right, you know, they got some guys that could, you know, stop it. It just, it, it was such a smart decision for them to go for it on the fourth and one. No Seattle fan was watching that game hoping that they went for it on fourth and one, I can tell you that. No. No, they want. Yeah, yeah. They want to punt. Um, Jacksonville is heading to Dallas and is only getting three on the road, which is weird. Protocol says take Dallas as the home dog, and I say no, thank you. Stay away from me. What do you think, Bill? 
Jacksonville. Oh, Much better. Oh, you on the road. Yep, no problem with it. Uh, Bortles. Yeah. Not Bortles great. was awful against Kansas City. He was some kind of terrible. That, that pick six on a fucking screen pass that wasn't even close to getting to his receiver, I think is the worst pick six in the history of the National Football League. You would, you would have, well, you'd, you'd it was certainly – I think it's the, the worst, worst throw we – well, I don't know about worst throw we've seen this it's season. Most the linemen ones, too. Like, it was oh, – Yeah, God. yeah. And it looked like yeah. he was trying to spike that ball on purpose because they were in trouble, and he <laughs> banked it off his own guys. Like, I don't know what was going through his head on that one. That was oh. Um Here's the thing. I think that we might see good Blake this week. I don't think the Cowboys are very good. No. The over under in this game, by the way, 40 and a half. Ooh, very interesting. <laughs> so they're looking at like a Jacksonville 20, Dallas – Zero for the, the Jacksonville defense just buries them, I guess. Or yeah, or you know Jacksonville, yeah, yeah, that exact that sort of score. I that's that's possible because like Jalen Ramsey's going to be bored in this game. What's he going to be? <laughs> yeah, he's going to like, like he's going to pick Cole Beasley up and spin Cole Beasley on his yeah. finger instead of the ball, and they're going to be like he's spinning Cole Beasley on his finger. Just stop him, right? Like, oh God. Um. Uh, I think we're going to see, yeah, and the Jaguars have so many guys on defense, obviously, because they're a great defense. Um, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. But as long as Bortles doesn't kill them, they, I think they should cover the spread, which will make the Dallas Cowboys two and four, which would uh, um, make it so my daughter is one step closer to having a reasonable post secondary education. Cowboys better not win nine games, Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, last game of the 4 o'clock slate. Uh, oh, God, this is some not great 4, four o'clock games. <laughs> like, what, what are you interested in watching? I guess Rams-Denver uh, is the marquee matchup, but... Uh, yeah, well, I think and even if you, no matter how you feel about the Broncos, like the Rams are super fun to watch. Yeah. Um, this line has moved half a point. It oh, um, Baltimore's heading to Tennessee. Tennessee opened oh. up plus three, and then I'm looking at plus two and a half now for the Tennessee. Tennessee. I've still got three. Okay. I've got I've got them moving. So yeah. Uh, um, I lo- did. It's a good thing this play game, on this one. It's a good thing this game's not at one o'clock. Say that much right now. Otherwise, Scott Hansen would be hearing about it. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Protocol play for me on this one. I think I I don't like Tennessee. I in fact I hate them. I hate that they're 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 a bullshit like three and two right now when they probably should be one and four or five oh and five for god's sake but i mean it, it's it's just this 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 weird thing of they don't win games they just not lose them you know yeah <laughs> like it's 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 really irritating to watch and i watched they, it happen in that day and the game. browns are the two teams that have won this season without scoring a touchdown which uh. isn't really Good. Not good. Uh, uh, I, I agree with you entirely, though. I want the yeah. three points. Yeah, I think, I think you just take the three points. Baltimore also coming off a, a <laughs> like they, they didn't score a touchdown against the Browns. Now they were at least, I guess both these teams were on the road because yeah, I, th- I think you take the the two and a half or the three with Tennessee. I agree. I prefer it with the three if you can find it at the three because you're saying you can still find it at the three. Take the three. Um, the two and a half, I don't like not having the three because like this could easily come yeah. down to a, yeah. a field goal for me. Over time, yeah, I agree entirely. Yeah, what do you think, Bill? Two bad teams, I'll take three points. Any one of these teams could lose it on any given play, so I'll take three points all day long. All right, um, Sunday nighter, and what a beauty this is! The Kansas City Chiefs and the undefeated Andy Reid's are heading to New England to take on the Patriots. This line oh. moved a little bit to the New England Patriots were minus three. I've got them at minus three and a half right now. Um, I, I give me the Patriots. I, I'm I'm laying the three. They're going to be one of my five. What do you think, Craig? Why is this? Well, again, I know the lines moved. Mm-hmm. It opened at three and a half. I don't understand why it would open at three and a half. No, it it opened at three. I, I oh I, okay. I saw some three, and now it's three and a half. It's sitting. At three I and a half. I like. This should be New England minus two. You think so? But I, I, I don't know. Like, can we really say that the Patriots and Chiefs are the same? Uh, no, but but yeah. New England. And when you have New England, you have to ignore like kind of everything yeah. in the game. Over under in this game, by the way, 59 and a half. Wow. That's hilarious. That is a pat. You're paying a Patrick Mahomes tax there. Yeah. Um, um I like that phrasing. That's excellent. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Jacks. Um, Bill, Bill, you just know Bill's been licking his chops at this game where he's just like, I'll fucking show you something right here. Right. People yeah. think I'm washed up. Right. Like, well, remember Andy Reid and company mm-hmm. 
went into Foxborough last year and I nearly hung up half a hundred on him. That's true. That was week one, though, right? And, that was week yeah. one. But honestly, I just like I, I understand that from like a game day perspective, mm-hmm. if you have Bill Belichick in the Bill Belichick, Andy Reid chess match, you're feeling pretty good. But from a game plan perspective, Andy's going to have some stuff. Yeah, Andy's Pats, gonna have some stuff. Yeah, Pats have the extra rest. Yep. They've got their guys back. Like if this game, if this match was taking place in week three instead of week six, and Julian Edelman's not in the game, I honestly think that not to say that Julian Edelman's worth three points, but I think they look good enough on Thursday night with him back in the lineup that New England's getting getting their home three here. I will say that Kansas City's defense, while poorly ranked, mm-hmm. came through when they needed them. Now Justin yes. Houston's a little bit banged up. D Ford's a little bit banged up. That is a problem. Mm-hmm. That is a problem for them. Um, we haven't seen I, much I, from this Gronk a, either, don't you? I, I feel like yeah, Gronk's going to make well, some yeah, noise in this game. They're, I think they're in a situation with him where we will use you when we need you. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I, this is a game that says stay away from me. Okay. If Kansas City was healthier on defense, I'd be taking the Chiefs, but that makes me nervous. Uh, what do you have to say about Chiefs and Patriots, Bill? Um, not a heck of a lot. I, I do like the Chiefs more here. I think the Chiefs are a better team. Um, there's no reason to say they can't keep this one super close, so I'll take a bit of a, a bit of points. Um, New England has looked better in the last couple weeks, which makes me nervous that they're just going to go full New England all of a sudden. Um, but I still think as of this point, the Chiefs have looked better, so give me the Chiefs. I'm looking at the DVOA rankings, and they weirdly don't make sense to me because, I mean, I'm obviously no math genius, but Chicago moved up five spots, and they didn't even fucking play a game last week. Sounds like a lot of people moved down then. Yeah, I guess. Chicago's second in DVOA. Are we we saying the Chicago Bears are the second-best team in the National Football League? No, I think it's Kansas City. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. And I don't. To I, me, my my, I think that my top, like, I understand the Bears have done well, but my mm-hmm. top five are probably Rams, Chiefs, Saints, Bengals, and Chargers. Uh, I would certainly be wanted to talk about the Chargers, and I think you have to move New England up there because they always start slow. Yeah. So I, I, I think I, I'm, I'm very happy to put the Chargers in there. I'm not so, not as sure about Cincinnati, mm-hmm. but very happy to put the Chargers in there. Yeah, uh, Monday Nighter, not the matchup they thought it was going to be when they asked for this one. They thought they were going to get a little Garoppolo versus uh, Rogers. Rogers, and unfortunately, that is not happening. Um, they've got they get one legged Aaron Rodgers versus. Uh, although I don't think he looked fine to me in that in that Sunday game. Um, you know who looked one legged was Mason Crosby. Um, <laughs> Frisco is heading to Green Bay. Green Bay laying nine and a half right now. I like protocol here says take San Francisco, but I, I just have no interest in that, quite frankly. What say you uh, go ahead, well, no, go ahead, Craig? I'm not I'm not betting on San Francisco here. I had money on the 49ers this past week. Cause I'm a fool. Oh man. Uh, oh I tried didn't I tell you to take Arizona? Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I'm like, oh, I'm I'm giving three <laughs> points with the with the Arizona Cardinals oh, on found, the road. Oh, you found it. Oh, you teased. Did you tease it to three? No, no, no. I found it at three. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Because when we talked last week, it was four and a half, which is why yeah, I was yeah, it went down to three. So, so I'm like, all right, listen to me at the four and a half, or listen to who yeah, at the four and a half. Well, so I'm thinking to myself, when am yeah. I going to be able to give three with this team on the road ever again in my life? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so till, I gave the three. Anyway. Yeah. Turns out I needed to be getting ten. <laughs> yeah, this is bad. Um, or sixteen or whatever. I th- whatever. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's just. When you look at this, like I just, I want to take the plus nine, but this is one of the ones where I just I look at the quarterbacks in play, and I'm just I, I see C.J. Beathard on one side, and I see Aaron Rodgers on the other side, and, and I just yeah not, not gonna be able to do it. So I here's what I would away. say is like Beathard might be the least of the 49ers' problems. Mm-hmm. I think that if Matt Burita was healthy, they the Niners would be able to keep that game a little bit closer. Yeah, it's Matt Burita's really good. It's the it's the no effing way season. It, uh, it's, yeah. it just everything's going wrong. Everyone's getting hurt on both sides of the ball. Yeah, yeah it's the... they should really and like. And I'm not just saying this because I I was a huge advocate of the San Francisco under. But uh, imagine this team adding like a top five pick, right? Yes. Just go out get that like really great offensive lineman or linebacker or whatever. Like yeah, there, there's a Von couple Miller of spots. Or, yep. Or and whoever, then... right? 
And then uh, the other thing, of course, is they've, they're going to have a whole lot of money to spend this offseason. So yeah, 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 yeah. They're they're set up. I I said on I said on our over under podcast that I was taking San Francisco under this year, fully knowing that like when we re- when we record in 2019, that I'm going to be like, I am in love with the San Francisco over this year. <laughs> like, yeah. I just I, yeah. So of all the over unders, because here's the other thing with uh, the way that the, the, the team building situation is shook down, the Rams are going to be losing some guys at the end of the season. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. There, there are going to be like unless the salary unless the salary cap goes up year. by a lot. Yeah, yeah they, they, they they push their chips into the center this year, and good for them. This yeah. might work. Yeah, but might work. I, unless your name is Jared Goff or Todd Gurley, um, or Aaron Donald, I suppose, mm-hmm. I would not be super attached to living in Los Angeles because they're going to make some changes. I completely agree. All right, let's do our picks for week six. Friend of the show picks this week provided by Adam Bolesky from the HI 101 podcast, who just got finished doing a really nice series on uh, some of the wars that happened in South Africa. It was uh, really very interesting as he does his history podcast. Um, he is taking the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, he's going to lay the points with the Chargers. He's going to lay the points with Seattle. He's going to lay the points with the Nye Jets, you guys. And he's uh, going to take Pittsburgh. I have a tentative hold on first place, although we all have tremendous records that I would like to see us keep this going. I'm going to lay the points with Cincinnati. Love that. I'm I'm taking New England. I'm laying the points with the New England Patriots, you guys. I think they, I think we just get a classic Belichick thing yep. in in this one. I'm going to go with protocol. Mm-hmm. In these next three picks, and I'm gonna take, I'm gonna lay the points with Washington as the short home favorite. I'm gonna take Denver as the home team getting a touchdown, and I'm taking the points with Tennessee. Uh, Craig Needles in second place. Uh, you're five, good sir. Well, I'm taking the Bears. I know I'm giving three points in the row, but I don't care. I think Miami's bad. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the Bengals. I like it. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the Jaguars. Again, giving three points on the road. I know it's bad. Ooh. I'm taking the Titans. And I've gone back and forth in this fifth one a couple of times, but um, give me the Panthers. Ooh. Go against me. All right. Billy Boy in second place, or in third place, but barely, only because of uh, the one push that Craig had. Uh, what do you got? I will take the Chargers. I will take the Nye Jets. With Craig on the Jaguars. But I will take the Falcons. Because they're so good, as they proved last week. Billy with a lot of favorites here. All right. And And the last pick of the week. Flying successful Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> uh, what I will say about, well, I've got a lot to say about this, but uh, I, I'm just uh, am bewildered. Like when I, my logic for taking San Francisco last week was, when am I going to get a chance to take Cardinals minus three again, mm-hmm. or uh, minus three against Saint, uh, Cardinals, and they're on the road. Uh, this might be the last chance you have to get Tampa Bay at three and a half the rest of the season. So enjoy it. Yeah, that's that's true. Although I could see Jameis Winston just having like a weird four touchdown game, and then everybody being if like, he's gonna do it, it's against this team. Yeah, and then being like, oh, Jameis Winston finally putting it together, and then next week just it goes, like, you know, yeah, yeah, no <laughs> touchdown, three interceptions, right? <laughs> yeah. And then losing by eighteen. Yeah, uh, my Detroit Lions on bye week. Uh, shout out to Drew Brees, all uh, NFL's all-time passing leader. I'm sure he'll hold it for like two or three years before somebody else breaks that record. Cause, Question yeah. for you guys on that very subject before we mm. go. Uh, most people would agree that the quote-unquote quarterback Mount Rushmore is John Elway, Peyton Manning, and some other guys that never played for Denver, Tom Brady and Tom Joe Brady, Montana. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> and Joe Montana. Yeah. Uh, if I were to say Drew Brees fifth best quarterback would i get a lot of argument back on that i for not for me i, I mean i'm sure you i'm sure there's some dan marino fans out there that uh yeah. that might come after you but because uh, i mean the, the argument that that for because i like i i'm in the camp that i think enough has happened that we have to say that tom brady is the greatest quarterback of all time but the people that would argue the montana's the marino's 
the Elways, Craig, are those guys played in an era when you could get murdered as a quarterback. Right. Just completely blasted, and, right? <laughs> and your receivers are also likely to get murdered. Yeah, exactly. Um, like like the like the middle was not like 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 the Marx brothers were not going over the middle for Dan Marino, right? Like in, right. in the way that like Reggie Wayne and, and Marvin Harrison were allowed to for Peyton, right? Like just Right. They, what I will and yeah. what I always say about the like oh well you know Montana and and, and Brady get to be one and two because I I think that if you put Peyton Manning with Bill Belichick or John Elway with Bill Walsh yeah I think you might have been able to see some things as far as Super Bowl wins yeah, so I I just I, I just think the, yeah. the the longevity and the, the the success and the Super Bowl wins I think I think you just you have to give it to Brady but I mean there's arguments to be made there's definitely arguments yeah. to be made Brady also didn't play all of his games in fair weather conditions and stuff like no. that so that has to go on his in a dome or in fair weather so that has to go on his fair. resume right yep yeah I, I don't like it i don't not advocating it i'm just merely stating the facts <laughs> that i believe are, are, are completely present uh crossover podcast available at the crossoverpodcast.com facebook.com slash crossover podcast and soundcloud.com slash crossover podcast uh, contact at thecrossoverpodcast.com is our email address. Please leave a review on iTunes. Five stars only. And as always, please download, but you don't necessarily have to listen. Uh, check out our Venom review, which we dropped earlier this week on Monday, I believe, uh, where we were we went and saw it. And I didn't think it was that bad. So I... I yeah, everyone's saying it's terrible. Every, yeah, everyone... Um, like, uh, And I mentioned this on, on the Venom thing, is, is it was being... Or, excuse me, in English, uh, being compared, Craig, to Halle Berry, Catwoman, uh, Ben Affleck, Daredevil, the Josh Trank, Fantastic Four, which was a, a hot pile of crap. And it, it's just simply not that. It's it's not like as like on Infinity's War level or Dark Knight's level or anything like that. But it's just a solid movie. Like the first 20 minutes is kind of garbage, but once he you actually get in the Venom suit and stuff starts happening, it's a fun movie. And I like I, I don't understand the like thirty percent on Rotten Tomatoes and all the people kind of shoveling dirt on it for whatever reason. It's it's not bad. I, I but like not groundbreaking. Rent it or go see it. Um, yeah. Rent so, it. Is that even a thing? People not do? not rent it or stream it when you get it or, what, or yeah. like stream it when you get it. Yeah, it's a bit dated. Just head over to Blockbuster a, and yeah. get a copy of Venom. <laughs> what an old fashioned sentence. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, talk to you guys next week uh, for week seven and good luck with your picks, you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Cool. So-